Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus, is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors, Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, banking one story at a time, the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer, with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And good afternoon and welcome into another edition of Tiger Talk. This is Gerard Welbrock. We've got a good program lined up for you today as we start to wind down the uh, fall sports schedule and get ready to transition into the winter sports. We're going to talk some cross country with head coach Jason McCullough, men's soccer coach Jerry Cleary will be here, Jessica Wood Atkins, Fort Hay State Volleyball, and Chris Brown from Fort Hay State Football. So looking forward to catching up with uh, those four. Uh, we'll get you a women's soccer update as we move along here as well. They're in postseason play. They've got a, a match tomorrow down in Wichita, so we'll, we'll have a little bit of a preview on that. Again, we remind you, you can join us by sending in a question via email. Go to the Fort Hay State Athletics website, FHS athletics.com click on the fans tab and when you get that drop down menu uh, you'll see ask the coach submit your question and uh, you'll have a chance to win a t-shirt uh, from the four-day state athletics and of course everybody here at the show live can submit a question as well and again if we use it a chance to win uh, that t-shirt from four-day state athletics and again always a reminder you can join us in person by joining tiger club it's pretty easy contact the four-day state athletic office 100 dollars uh, your your uh, fee goes toward four-day state scholarships for student-athletes, and then you can join us every Wednesday at Tiger Club here at the Robbins Center on the Fort Hayes State University campus. All right, let's jump right into it. Let's talk some cross-country. Head coach Jason McCullough joins us. They still have some cross-country left in the season. Reagan Hogsden headed to the national championship meet for the second year in a row. She was a fifth-place finisher at the regionals uh, last weekend. Two all-region performers for the women. And uh, obviously a, a good day. You'd love to have uh, gotten uh, JC in as well, but you get one to the Nationals. And uh, uh, just a, it's been a great season for Reagan, and she had a great uh, regional race and uh, still gets to go one more time in the National Championships. Yeah, she had a great weekend, and, uh, you know, that was her first loss of the year. <laughs> yeah. But it was one of her better performances, by far her best uh, time for a six-kilometer course. 
So, yeah, she placed fifth overall. Last year she was 15th at the region and qualified, and this year she was fifth and, and made it to the national meet. Well, it just goes to show you, you just never know what, what J.C. finished 13th, but then doesn't go. And just, I mean, there's a lot of variables for some of those at-large slots, but uh, not, not quite good enough, but uh, a great race in her own right. Yeah, JC's ran real well this year, and she was third at the conference, and she was third among conference athletes at this meet. So she still had an extremely good meet and just missed it by one person. Wow. The, the person right in front of her, like maybe two, two and a half seconds, made it to nationals, and she did not. That makes it tough when you're that close. Uh, the women finished seventh, though, where you'd hope you would be. I know you kind of plot how it could go and, and based on times and what everybody else does. Is that where you thought you might kind of be or maybe a little bit higher? Yeah, well, I thought that maybe the best we could have done was sixth. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up seventh. We were ranked eighth in the region rankings going in, so we, we exceeded that. And we by far exceeded what they expected us to do at the conference level. So we did well there. Um, everyone in front of us was either nationally ranked or had been nationally ranked at one time. So all good teams that beat us. And uh, you know, I wasn't disappointed. We had, we had three real good performances. And then our fourth and fifth did well too, but they were just a little further back, younger athletes. What was the uh, the weather like for the regionals? Was it was it a little little warmer than you like to run? I know they kind of warmed back up a little bit from what we had the weekend before. Was it a was it a good day to run? It was pretty good. I mean, it was a little warmer. You know, it was in the low 60s, which sounds uh, pretty bad to say that's too warm, but. Low 60s and sunny, you know, you can have some trouble sometimes with some athletes if it's real sunny and, and humid. You know, it's in Missouri, so it's a little humid, more humid than here. So uh, overall, it's a pretty good day, though. I, I'll take that. We'll talk about the men here a little bit, but just talk about the, the women's season. I mean, really, by and large, a pretty good year. Obviously, Reagan and JC kind of led that group along the way, but uh, I would think you're pretty pleased with how they performed really all season long. Yeah, great season. We had three victories and then, uh, of course, third at the conference meet, which was a, a great performance and uh, a four at Oklahoma State and then seventh at the regionals. So, yeah, I can't ask for too much more. You know, we, we had some good performances from our top athletes and from our developing athletes. So really looking forward to the, the next few years. Technically, we don't graduate anybody. So if we can talk everyone into, uh, you know, using their fifth year, you know, Reagan would be her fifth year next year if she comes back. So hopefully she will and could have a very good team. Yeah, because you had a good blend of, of young runners for the first time, which we've talked about, and then the, the veterans, which is probably good. But now, yeah, you should be poised going into the next year to do some really good things, hopefully. Yeah, and it's exciting. you got to tell those young athletes, you know, look at what the older ones did when they were a freshman. Mm-hmm. So Darian, for example, who was 27th, just missed all region. She was all conference. She was about 90th place at the regional meet her freshman year, maybe not even that high. And uh, we got some girls that are running the same level as she did as a freshman. So, you know, if they can continue to improve and stay healthy, they can they can be up there as well. All right, let's talk about the men a little bit. Uh, 12th out of 29 schools, Grant Bradley led, you, uh, led the way with, with a 32nd place finish. Tell us about the guys' race. So not not too bad. I mean, we, Grant, we thought might have done a little better. I don't think he's feeling too well. Um, we had a few guys that had good performances, and some of them just ran a little bit lousy. So um, on the men's side, we ended up 12th, but the top 10 teams were all – uh, nationally ranked or had been ranked in the last couple of weeks. So we knew it was going to be tough to be top 10. Um, only three teams went from our region, surprisingly. Wow. And, and there were, you know, all those national ranked teams and only three of them actually got to go. So there were some surprises at the regional meet. For example, Augustana finished seventh, and I think they were top 10 in the country. And so their team doesn't even qualify. 
Uh, so there are a lot of surprises on the men's side. Yep, you never know when it yeah. comes to, to race day. Um, talk about the guys a little bit overall. I mean, you, you kind of kind of the same situation. Had some some young guys out there. Just uh, how you feel they did, and and uh, things to improve on for next season. Yeah, well, you know, we don't lose anybody for next year, and uh, we had a lot of freshmen, redshirt freshmen this year, and a couple that we didn't run because we're holding them off till next year. So I, I, beginning of the year, I thought we're one year away from having a real good men's team. So I still believe that, you know, that may be top five or six at the region and hope we make it to nationals. But, you know, I think next year is, is one of the big years for the men's team. All right, let's talk a little bit more now about Reagan gearing up for the national championships. That'll be on Saturday, November 18th, back in Joplin, so a familiar course. How do you go about with her training? Do, do, do some still, even though their season's over, run with them? How do you train now till you get ready for the national meet? Yeah, so what we've been doing lately, since we have indoor meets starting in December, we run our cross-country athletes through December and then give them a little bit of a break. That way they have a good base going into December. So this, a lot of them are still running, so we're not really taking a break. And so they're continuing to train a little bit with Reagan. Um, you know, she had a workout on her own already to prepare for nationals, and she'll have one more hard workout, and that, that's pretty much it. So, you know, she, she's geared up and ready, and, uh, you know, it, it, I feel like we're going to have a, a good performance from her. Yeah, and it's her second trips uh, first time a female runner in cross country from four day states made it to a multiple national championship meets the fact she was there a year ago she had an all-american status how does that help her going into the race uh, just having that experience and and run before at the national meet level well it gives her a lot of confidence i believe and you know she's one of those athletes that you know she's going to bring her a game no matter what um, you know, and whatever that is, you know, it's going to be her best effort. And she's been very consistent. And having that uh, um, experience from last year, you know, placing 40th, she was the last All-American spot. Um, she's she's uh, excited to do a little bit better. The girl right in front of her at regionals was 17th last year at nationals. Okay. So, you know, she's hoping for a top 20, top 25 spot. Well, that'd be a great cap to a, a great year. Top five finish in every race, but that's even misleading because that fifth place finish was last week. As you said, she'd been a champion. So she's had a great year, and it's been really fun to, to track her. Jason, we appreciate it. Uh, certainly a great job with your teams, and uh, uh, wish you and Reagan the best of luck at the national championships in, in Joplin. Hopefully it is another All-American race for her. All right. Well, thank you, Jordan. Here you go. That is Jason McCullough. He is the head cross-country coach at Fort Hayes State. Again, Reagan. Megan Hodgson ahead into the national meet. That'll be on the 18th of of November down in Joplin. Tiger Talk today brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their handy app, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. It's the Taco Shop. They've been a Hayes tradition since 1970. Back with more after this break on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. Stock up this winter with holiday season savings from Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Mobile One Synthetic Motor Oil, 5-quart size, $39.99, or 1-quart for $7.49. Napa Universal Fleet Plus Motor Oil, 1-gallon for $15.99. Mobile Delvac 1300 Diesel, 1-gallon, $17.99. And Shell Rotella Motor Oil, 1-gallon for $19.49. Get great deals during the holiday season savings event at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. 
Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street in Hayes, is ready for you to stop by. And if you're not in the mood to eat out, eat in at your own home by having the Taco Shop deliver. On special this month, the Taco Burger, $249, Taco Supreme, $259, and the Chicken Burrito, $479. Come on down to the Taco Shop. Shotgun snap for Dawson. Here comes the blitz. Tigers pick it up. They've got a man wide open. It's the freshman, Jabari Lewis. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. He was wide open in the middle of the end zone, and the Tigers answer with a touchdown on their first possession. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday in Warrensburg. Ford Hayes State football with Central Missouri. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on the program when head coach Chris Brown joins us. But right now, talking a little soccer, and we're going to get to men's coach Jerry Cleary here in just a second. But first, I want to give you a women's soccer update. They're hitting the road, getting set for the semifinals of the MIAA tournament, headed down to Wichita. It's at the Stryker Sports Complex on the west side of Wichita. Ford Hayes State will play number 15 Central Missouri in the conference tournament semifinals, they lost to the Jennies 3-0 in Warrensburg three weeks ago. Uh, so they'll play them tomorrow. Uh, the Tigers beat Northeastern State 2-0 in the quarterfinals this past Friday. Uh, they're now 13-3-3 on the season heading into their match uh, tomorrow. Uh, receiving votes again this week in the Division II Top 25 poll and our sixth in the Division II Central Region rankings. So obviously a uh, big, big match coming up for them as they hope to continue their season past the conference tournament into the national tournament. The all-MIAA women's soccer team announced uh, late last week. Tigers had 10 named to the squad. First team selection, Emily Hutchings, a defender. Second team, Riley Madden, Sullivan Kelly, and Allison Worley. Third team, goalkeeper Isabel Robin and Ryan McCabe. And then the honorable mention picks, Hannah Marez, uh, Montserrat Diaz, Kinsley Wagner, and Megan Wyman. So uh, good representation for Fort A. State on the all-MIAA team. And, again, that match tomorrow with the Jennies is at noon from Wichita. And, of course, it'll be on the MIAA uh, network for folks to, to watch that. Tiger men also gearing up for conference play. They'll be at the GAC MIAA tournament. They will play Friday down in Bethany, Oklahoma. The Tigers the number three seed, and they'll get number 25, Roger Stape in the 4 o'clock match. We're joined now by head coach Jerry Cleary. Um, congratulations. Uh, in the conference tournament, you get the three seed. And uh, since we've talked to you last, I, I know you lost that finale to, to Rodgers, but got to be proud of your team. Uh, it, it took them a while, but they seem to have found themselves. And, and you obviously finished the season on a really strong note going into this postseason tournament. Yeah, Just, we finished with um, – Four wins. We beat number 24 in the country, turned around, beat number 17 in the country, and then lost to 25. <laughs> um, but, yeah, playing well. I think you're at 6-2-2 two two in your last 10 matches. What's been the difference? What, what has changed here in the last three, four weeks, five weeks, compared to what was taking place earlier in the season? 
Uh, we just sort of starting to figure it out. As I said, that earlier this season, we were starting five freshmen. Mm -hmm. Now we start one. So we're just slowly but surely getting it. Yeah, well, it obviously shows you're playing a lot better. Um, let, let's talk about uh, Rogers State a little bit. That's who you will play uh, in the uh, semifinals coming up on, on Friday. You just played them uh, and lost 3-2. to two. Is, that, is that a good thing? Or, I guess it really doesn't matter. You have no choice. But uh, the fact you play them and come right back around, is that an advantage, a disadvantage, uh, or any thoughts on that? It's the same thing the last three years in a row. It's been the exact <laughs> same conference semifinal, so – They've beaten us twice this year, so. What what's going to I guess tell what do you recall from those first couple of matches is what and what made them successful against you? What will you have to do differently uh, on on Friday to to turn the tide and and beat the Hillcats to advance on? They've got like twelve seniors, they're tall. They're like six two, six three everywhere. They're really direct. So when we're trying to play, as soon as they get it, they bypass six seven players <laughs> and they're straight at your goal. So it's really hard. We've got to. Stop them. Right, yeah. And, I mean, when you deal with that size, obviously, you are what you are. What are the biggest challenges in trying to, 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 to go up against them and, and do, as you say, kind of slow them down a little bit? Yeah, we've got to get free kicks, corners, stop the game, go in transition, stop it being like a basketball game. <laughs> Just sort of maintain it to limit their chances. Confidence-wise, I would think your team has got to be kind of at a at an all-time high level right now. Kind of, as you said, you kind of figured things out, but – to, to see those, those you know, the, the process of the year to have results and, and get wins, I would think confidence-wise you're, you're as, as good as it's been at any point this season for your guys. I don't know about that. They're <laughs> oblivious to any – they don't know. Um, but they are. They, they, whether they won last Saturday or didn't, they, they're not going to change. As I say, does that maybe help them? I mean, because obviously you've got some good teams ahead of you. You've beaten some ranked teams here down the stretch. Maybe the, 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 does that maybe help just, you know, kind of being oblivious to all of that, just go out and play? I don't know. But some, I mean, a lot of these teams have won the conference and mm -hmm. gone to nationals. Like, we're one game away from a conference final. We're another game away from the national tournament. So it's up to them. Yep, it's uh, exciting times. And uh, it seems like the four teams that are in there, it's always competitive. You know, you're pretty familiar w with all of them, so there shouldn't be a whole lot of surprises for you guys going into this one on Friday. No, the weather, Oklahoma referees playing on grass. <laughs> you just don't know what you're going to get. Other than that, yeah. Yeah, so other than that what, what is the pitch like down there? Yeah, it'll be okay, but they have women's soccer made postseason. It's been raining there for two weeks, so we have two teams training on it, playing on it. It's one bad storm away from being bad. <laughs> well, and then you do get spoiled on the turf where you know you have a pretty nice playing field every time uh, you go out there. All right. Well, hopefully it's the a start of a good run this weekend. It's been fun to see your team kind of get things figured out. And, and I guess regardless of how it goes this weekend, you got to be excited with all the youth you've had on this team of, of what they've still been able to accomplish. And, and hopefully it's a lot more and kind of laying the foundation for, for years ahead with your program. Yeah, God knows. With the transfer portal, God knows. Yeah, exactly. It's be all in my office next week. <laughs> that's a good point. Well, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Safe travels down to Oklahoma. Best of luck. Uh, go get those Hillcats, get to the championship, and then who knows what happens from there. You maybe have some more soccer to do after the weekend. Perfect. Thank all you. All right, you bet. That is Jerry Cleary. He is the head men's soccer coach at Fort Hayes State University, and they'll be hitting the road, heading down to Bethany, Oklahoma, where they will take on Rogers State. That'll be at 4 o'clock on Friday.
Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We are going to take a break. We're going to talk some volleyball when we come back. Jessica Wood-Atkin joins us as Tiger Talk continues here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. BTI John Deere has what you need for farm projects big and small. Boost your productivity with a John Deere skid steer. Whether you're acquiring your first machine or adding to a fleet, there's a skid steer that's all in for you. Make a stop at your local BTI to learn more or visit btiequip.com. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at GlassmanCorp.com. Brungard Howard CPAs in Hayes and Garden City has developed a deep trust with our clients over the years, and we are very appreciative of their continued patronage. Sometimes clients just need someone they can trust, someone they are always comfortable contacting for good advice on tax, accounting, and business issues. If you haven't found your trusted advisor yet, it's time to meet Brungard Howard. Brungard Howard CPAs. We can help. We do that. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. The Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Handoff, Dixon bounces out to the left, 15. He's on his feet to the 10, to the 5, and knocked out of bounds at the 1. Oh, they say touchdown! Touchdown, Fort Hayes State! A late signal from the official. It's a 29-yard touchdown run by Travis Dixon, his third of the year, and the Tigers have the lead with 4.33 to go in the first quarter. The action from Saturday in Warrensburg. We'll talk football with head coach Chris Brown gearing up to wrap up the regular season at home this uh, Saturday against Deporia State. But right now we're talking some volleyball. Head coach Jessica Wood Atkins with us. Tigers had a rough week on the road. They go 0-2, lose a tough one at Missouri Western last Friday, 3-1, and then swept up at Northwest Missouri State on Saturday, 3-0. They'll be on the road to wrap up the regular season at Missouri Southern tomorrow night and then at number 21 central missouri on a friday evening and um uh, kind of a rough weekend you knew you had to do well and boy that western match just i mean it was a tight one could have gone either way three of the four sets were really close and just kind of unfortunate it didn't didn't go your way on, on friday no it didn't um and that was a tough one i mean we were working with a new lineup um so gracie reigns is our top point scorer and she was still out with the flu so she was missing all weekend and and that 
you know, hurts a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, that it was tight and it was a lot of competition and, um, we, that night, like we scored well, we blocked well. Um, but we also made too many errors, um, when it was tight. And so I think, you know, it's always tough playing Mm -hmm. that road trip, that road trip tests your, your team's stability. Um, and it did, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it, it was what it was. I mean, we did the best we could with the cards that were dealt. And you mentioned range being out and, and, I mean, it's always, you know, next next man up, so to speak. But when it's your top score, it's your top score. And, and they're, there, they're for a reason. I mean, not that no one's irreplaceable, but that is a key cog to, to not have in the lineup. Yeah, when you're relying on a certain amount of points, you know, mm-hmm. or an average of a certain amount of points it is. And you can play the shoulda, coulda, woulda. I don't yeah. think that's fair. You know, I right. think Taylor Hawkins came in, and she did her very best. Um, and, um, but you know, Emily and Riley were also nursing sprained ankles. They were playing on sprained ankles and, um, and I, I was really proud of them, you know, because Emily is just so tough. You can't tell, um, she'll be tearing up on the sideline and she'll be talking (laughs) trash on the court, you know, and I love that about her. Um, but I think that they, they fared pretty well. Um, and they, they led the team as best we could. Um, and I still think that they, they did a pretty good job. And then you come back and, uh, Northwest Missouri state always tough. And, um, as you said, second day of the road trip, and with all those things you're fighting, it just it felt like it was one of those matches just couldn't quite get, get things going. Yeah, we played terrible on Saturday. We did. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll be honest. We played terrible on Saturday. Um, and, and Northwest, I think that Missouri Western is a much more physical mm-hmm. team. Like, they're, they're faster, they're a little bit more powerful, but Northwest is definitely a smarter team, um, and they will just evaluate and evaluate and pick you apart, and, and as soon as they see a weakness, they go after it, you know, and we didn't um, hold up very well um, when they attacked that. The The girls let the frustration get to them instead of, you know, making the adjustments needed, and so, and that's where we were lacking a little depth on our bench, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we didn't play well on Saturday. <laughs> You mentioned those adjustments. Is that something that, as you look at this group, and there's still a lot of young parts to it, that that's the area they've, they've got to improve on? Because it seems like when they have made those adjustments, they've, they've fared pretty well, but then there have been times where it's maybe not been there to, to your liking to kind of adjust on the fly a little bit as the matches are going along. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming, but it is definitely a maturing piece. Um, and, and like you said, you can see it at times, and then at other times you can see – where they can let the fatigue and the frustration get to them, and that's an immaturing piece, you know, that that just comes with practice and figuring out. Um, And that's what we talked about. I mean, we've got two great leaders in Emily and Riley, um, but our leaders on our offense and our defense are both sophomores. And so, you know, that that plays a part, and when they're on, we do really, really well. And when they're a little bit off, it shows, but it is coming, um, and so I expect them to keep progressing. Well, hopefully, yeah, as you said, and – I mean, you had some veterans, but this is a young squad, and, and I think that's maybe some of the, the ups and downs, but you're hoping that obviously they're, they're gathering this in as, you know, you can wind down the season, start looking at the off season, and, and building to next year that they, they've improved in this area and they can take that into that off season to, to be stronger and, and to be even better leaders next season when you bring it all back together. Oh, sure. You know, and, um, you know, we've got, we've got some good pieces to build on. I mean, I'm, 
I'm really proud of, uh, you know, our second middle, mm -hmm. Ashlyn Reeves. I yeah. mean, she and Emily are second and third in the conference in blocks per set, and that is the best that we've ever had. Um, and she acts like an upperclassman, and she moves like an upperclassman. And, you know, we can look at things like that, and we can build on it. But I think for us, for our team, we still have a shot to make it to the tournament, right. you right. know. And so they've got to learn to let that frustration go and to face forward like we have been doing this this fall. You know, we've had some ups and downs, and it's like, well, you know, Drop that one. You know how to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, regain your focus and get a little tougher, and let's go get it done. You mentioned some of the air. Is hitting an area? I mean, have you been happy with your I mean, team, the way they've hit? I mean, it seems like, again, it kind of goes goes in spurts. You're, you're, you're attacking well, and then other times it's maybe not so well. Is a coach ever really <laughs> well, happy? Well, I, I know I it's mean, a loaded question because that answer is no. <laughs> Never satisfied. <laughs> um no, we make too many errors. Okay. Um, we make too many errors, and that's where um, it comes to the depth of our bench and them getting a little bit cleaner. But, but yeah, that hit us hard mm -hmm. uh, this weekend is that, you know, if you make an error, you got to be able to, like, let it go and play clean for at least the next five points. Um, and we've got, we've got one or two on our team that if they make an error, we know they're going to make an, an error the next time. So we try to remove them out of the, the situation until they have figured that piece out. Um, but, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's been plaguing us. Yep, that's uh, one of those maturity levels that hopefully as, you know, it, it clicks differently for every player, but eventually that, that, that comes because you can see the talent out there. You oh, can yeah. see the raw ability just to putting it all together. And, and as you, you see it so often, it, it, the light switch, so to speak, turns on differently for different players. It but does. hopefully it, it, it comes quickly for some of them. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's on for the majority of them. Right, you yeah, know, absolutely. I mean, it was an off week, um, but uh, the, most of the time they are on. Um, and that's what you're looking for, and that's what we're hoping for this weekend. All right, let's talk about the weekend at Missouri Southern and then at number 21 Central Missouri. Obviously a, a, a tough challenge to to close things out, and, and, and that, that first one against Southern, obviously the key one, you can find a way to go down there, play well, and get the win. Who knows? I mean, so obviously that's the, the big match, I think, going into this this weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, the big match is always the next well, one. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it is a big match in a lot of ways. But I think that um, the one thing that we like about this pairing, we know these teams pretty mm -hmm. well. Um, you know, we went to five with Missouri Southern at home. And uh, that was right after we'd kind of, you know, gone through a little lull. Um, but we, we step up to the plate when it comes to them. Um, and so I expect it to be a well-fought match. Um, and, and I think that we are stronger than them in some areas, and we're going to have to learn how to, to attack there and manage their strengths. They've got an outside hitter that does a really good job, and if we can manage her, um, I think we've got a really, really good shot at taking that match. Yeah, you look last time you played them, uh, first set you lose 25-18, and the rest of them are all tied and down to the wire. They eventually beat you at five. Uh, what do they do well? What do you have to do to counter to try to negate that and uh, get yourself a win? Um, they've got two really key hitters. One is their middle, um, and she runs the slide really well, but she can't run the slide if they can't pass. And they're not the greatest passing team. So, um, you know, they, they're a little bit streaky. They do have good passers, but they're streaky. And so we have to attack them hard on the serve. And so if we're serving hard, we're going for more aces. That might also mean a few more errors, you know, when you're really trying to put your strength and, and weight behind that. And so, But that's part of the game plan is to keep that girl out of scoring the points. And then you're only focused on the one outside hitter. And she's just crafty. Um, I think she's the little Bolivian girl and... Um, she is just smart. She's very, very smart. She sees the block very well. She's dynamic and jumpy. And so she can hit really anywhere on the court. 
And so making sure that our block is solid um, and not moving around in the middle of the air so our defenders can get set up and see her clearly, um, I think is going to be a key. And then if we can, we can manage that um, and run our hit hitters off of a dig, I think that we're in good shape. And then Central Missouri, and I know that's your focus on Missouri Southern, but uh, they're ranked 21st. You beat them earlier this year at Hayes and Five, so you know they're going to be ready for you, but yet you beat them. That's got, I mean, the confidence going into to that one, obviously, for your team should be there. Oh, yeah, and it's going to be a battle, yeah. and that's going to be a game of blocking for sure. Um, they're a good blocking team. We're a better blocking team, mm -hmm. um, and we have a tendency of shutting a few of their key hitters down when they get blocked. They kind of get just – you can take them out of their game, mm -hmm. um, and so that's one of the things that we're going after. Um, their setter is really good. Um, she does a good job of um, creating openings for, for their hitters. And so it's going to be a battle for sure. Um, but I think that um, the difference between Missouri Southern, Missouri Southern runs a little bit more dynamic offense. Um, Central Missouri is very predictable. They just they do hit, what they do. They hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but at least we know right. what they want to do, um, and we can set up for that. And real quick, Health, you mentioned you've had the flu bug going around like everybody else. You've had mm -hmm. some 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 injuries. Um, how are you guys doing going into this final week of the regular season? Uh, we're on the up and up. So Good. Riley is better. You know, okay. Riley was only jumping about half her her jump last weekend, and she looks better. Um, on Monday, she said she's feeling good, good. and um, so she's all clear. Uh, Grace is back, but she's been out for a week, and you can tell. <laughs> yeah, we all know how that goes. <laughs> so, you know, I expect her. She's not going to be starting right away, but if she can work her way back in, I think she'll be all right. Um, and Emily is actually doing good. She's still nursing the, the ankle a little bit, so we're actually not able to jump her at practice right now. Um, we're saving that for the weekend, but I have every ounce of faith in her. She's just steady. She knows how to work, so. All She'll right. be fine. Well, sounds good. Best of luck. Hopefully it's a, a good weekend and uh, see what happens the rest of the way. If there's more volleyball, but we appreciate you joining us. Travel safe and uh, go get those lines Friday. Thank you. There you go. That's Jessica Wood Atkins again. It'll be 6 o'clock both nights. I say Friday, Thursday, tomorrow, uh, 6 o'clock, and then on Friday at 6 o'clock in Missouri Southern and Central Missouri. And, of course, they'll all be on the MIAA Network. Tiger Talk brought to you by BTI, your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt, BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. More Tiger Talk next on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street in Hayes, is ready for you to stop by. And if you're not in the mood to eat out, eat in at your own home by having the Taco Shop deliver. On special this month, the Taco Burger, $249, Taco Supreme, $259, and the Chicken Burrito, $479. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. Carbon monoxide, or CO, is a silent killer. It's a deadly gas with no scent, color, or taste. Common CO sources are gas furnaces, propane space heaters, gas grills, and portable generators used indoors, and exhaust from automobiles. It's important to make sure you have a working CO detector in your home. Change your CO detector's batteries each year and check your detector's expiration date and replace as needed. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. 
State Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com drive. Go Tigers! The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dixon the running back, he lines up right of Dawson with a shotgun, and they're going to play action, they throw it to Watts, he breaks a tackle, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Ford Hayes State, Trevor Watts, a 27-yard touchdown catch, and now flags again at the end of the play after the Tigers retake the lead, 20-14. to 14. Yeah, more of the action from the first quarter on Saturday in Warrensburg, Fort A. State, and Central Missouri. Tiger Talk brought to you today by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. Learn more at hayesmed.com backslash orthopedics. Joined now by head football coach Chris Brown. Tigers fall to the now eighth-ranked Central Missouri Mules, 47-28, led 28-24 at halftime, and um, – Boy, frustrating in the sense that your guys were right there and uh, just a few few opportunities in the second half you didn't cash on offensively. And But when you play the Mules, they are such a high-octane offense. You, you have to take advantage of all of those opportunities if you're going to have a chance to win. You couldn't quite do it in the second half and uh, come up a little bit short against the Mules. Yeah, we did. You know, even that's the fourth course, it's 33-28. I mean, we're only down five points. And, uh, you know, we got to find a way to score points and, uh, you know, not give up the big play. We gave up a couple of big plays defensively. And then, you know, a couple had a couple of shank punts as well that kind of hurt things and gave good field position. So there's just, you know, mistakes that we got to eliminate. And, you know, hopefully we do that this week. You know, you look at that second half, uh, kind of in some ways reminds you of the Pittsburgh State game because you were there and had the lead at halftime. But, and yet it was different. I mean, you guys battled for the for the four quarters. You had you look at about three different plays. The flea flicker to start the fourth quarter. They don't call pass interference. Probably should have been, but they didn't. You can get that play. Um, you had an opportunity um, on a on a pass to Bryson Smith. He had it as he tries to tuck it. I mean, it was a been a difficult catch as he was laying out for it. But you're in their territory. And then uh, when when um, Jack went deep to try to hit uh, Watts. He catches him out of bounds, but he had room to run, it appeared like. If you can – those three plays probably changes the game because two of those you're only down five. The other one it's still just a two-possession game. If you could convert on even one or two of those three opportunities in the second half, who knows how the, how it goes. And nothing else, it's very tight down the stretch. Yeah, it is. You know, we score one of those situations and, uh, you know, make it even 31-33. We still got opportunity to go kick a full goal later in the game. and uh, But, you know, we did capitalize on those things that we need to start capitalizing on and uh you know even the pick you know if his arm doesn't get hit it's it's, it's yeah, a first down yeah. now we get on their side of the field as well and you know good things are happening but 
we just kind of have these stupid little things that just kind of keep holding us back just a little bit. But it's a young group, and they're still trying to, to learn. And then there's, like, some new guys on this team as well that are still trying to learn what we're doing. But we got to make the plays when, we're, when our name's called. You had to be happy, obviously, with the first half, and especially the way you responded. They get the big play, score a touchdown of their first drive, and you come right back down the field, nine plays, 54 yards, and, and, and answer them. And, I mean, you're answering them blow to blow. I think you, you stopped them on back-to-back possessions, which hasn't happened a whole lot to them this year. I mean, it sounds crazy. You give up 47 points. They have over 500 yards of offense, yet I thought your defense played pretty well against them considering what they have done and just how high-flying they are. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that offense is, is fast. It's explosive. Um, and they make they have big plays, and uh, that's something that we needed to limit. I think we gave up four or five big, big plays that really that, that gave points on the board, and uh, you know, it probably, they don't, probably don't get to their – well, I guess we held them underneath their average. Yeah. What, two points maybe? <laughs> two points, yeah. And uh, I think their average of 600-something yards a game, and we kind of held them underneath that as well. But, you know, our guys played well. It's just the big plays we got to eliminate. It was good, and I know Shane Watts kind of tweaked an ankle a, a, a little bit, but good to see Travis Dixon come in and do well. His his best game of the year, he, he caught a few passes, he scores a couple of rushing touchdowns, ran hard, ran strong, and, and continue to see that running game do well. And, and uh, kind of the game plan, you had some nice drives to keep the ball out of their hands. Yeah, we did, and it's, that's what well, was the game plan. And we got to work together offensively and defensively, and try to keep their offense off the field because they're so explosive. And uh, you know, our offense did that in the first half. I mean, they, they truly did. They, you know, our run game was going and hitting some pass plays here and there for, for big plays. And uh, you know, it's it's that's just how it works. And uh, but our kids, you know, they played hard the entire time. And uh, but Travis Dixon, that kid, he there's the guy we've mm-hmm. been looking for all season long. You know, ran hard, ran physical, um, broke some tackles. That his touchdown was exactly how he wanted it you know most guys just kind of run out of bounds but he actually goes into contact mm-hmm. to make sure he scores that touchdown and uh he did but that's the, that's the guy we've been looking for and he, his second touchdown i think player two before he hurdles a guy i mean he was going to get that first down got you to the end goal situation then got rewarded with a with the one yard touchdown run but he ran hard and and uh You've kind of had that two to three headed monster there at running back, and then when one of them goes down, uh, you, you needed that. That was fun to see. How's Shane doing? Is I mean, uh, how's that ankle responding? Is a chance to play on Saturday? Yeah, he'll be ready to go. Okay. Um, he's going to practice today and, and be ready. So uh, I mean, everybody that has some bumps and bruises there will be practicing today and ready to go. And Trevor, his brother, had a great day receiving well over 100 yards, found the end zone again, and uh, he kind of became the guy because uh, gives gives Central credit they. They, they cut Jaden Horace down and didn't really let him get open too much. I think he was held to one catch. But by doing that, that left Trevor open, and uh, he and Jack uh, found a way to connect and make some big plays. Yeah, Trevor's done well this year. I mean, he really has improved. You know, he's always kind of been so banged up. But this year he's he stayed healthy, knocking wood. He stays that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the kid's a tremendous athlete. He's so fast. And, I mean, he's not big, big, but he is he is strong. And, you know, he can break some tackles and things like that. So, but it's good to have him. You know, he, he can he can make some things happen. And, you know, we got one guy gets shut down. That means they're either doubling him or, and somebody else is going to be open. And he just happened to be the guy that's, that was open this week. Obviously a tough loss. How did your team handle it? I know uh, you're just now getting back to, to practice and preparing. But, but how did the team handle all that and uh, and just uh, their mind frame going into this regular season finale here on Saturday? Well, we had a good talk after the game. You know, I mean, I asked him, did you give everything you had? I mean, did you leave it all in the field? And if you did then, you know, I'm proud of you. You know, if you didn't, then – there's some things that we got to work on, but you know, for the most part, I'd say 99% of those guys that step on that field gave everything that they had to to win that ball game, and so they they say you should be proud of themselves. I mean, they hung with a team that was number 11 in the country, 
a little bit older team. Uh, we're a little bit younger, but, I mean, you're there. I mean, there's opportunities for you to score some points in the game or keep points off the board, and, and we win that ball game. So don't get your heads down. There's still a lot to play for, and, uh, you know, hopefully this week they're, I mean, they'll be ready. I mean, this, well. this is a group of kids that they play hard, they play they play physical, they understand the game, and they're going to bounce back pretty quick. And the Hornets are coming to town, so if you don't get excited to play at Borea State, then uh, uh, probably shouldn't be playing. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Bell Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Bell Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis. You can visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll take a break. We'll preview the regular season finale this Saturday afternoon. The Emporia State Hornets coming to town. We'll do that next. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Parts, sales, and service you can depend on. Call on BTI. Now's the perfect time to knock out some fall projects, and a John Deere compact tractor loader has the muscle you need to get the job done. Head over to BTI John Deere to talk with their expert sales team and learn what's right for you, or visit btiequip.com. They service what they sell, and their team is ready to help you with your to-do list, big and small. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. If you haven't heard, land is in demand. Hi, this is Mitch Keeley, your local Whitetail Properties Land Specialist in Central and Western Kansas. If you've ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. I would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-0492 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Harvest is over and the wheat is drilled. Now is the perfect time to come and see us and put your health first. My name is Devin Reed, nurse practitioner and primary care provider, inviting you to visit me at First Care Clinic on 22nd Street in Hayes. I am currently accepting patients and I want to provide you with first class care you deserve and can expect from us. To schedule a visit with me, give us a call at 785-621-4990 or go to firstcareclinic.com to request your appointment. Let's take on your health together. Too much football? <laughs> There's no such thing. Especially not when Next Tech has you covered with the fastest internet and the best combination of streaming and live TV. Get gig speed internet and deluxe TV now for just $175 per month for the perfect football watching experience. You'll never have to choose which game to watch. Next Tech lets you catch them all, buffer free at an unbeatable price. Don't miss the action. Get started at next-tech.com today. Second and inches, the ball just shy of the goal line. Dixon to the left of Dawson, up the middle. He dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Travis Dixon with his second rushing touchdown of the day. And the Tigers have retaken the lead with 2.07 to go in the second quarter. They now lead 27-21 to on a 13-play scoring drive. Yeah, that was that Dixon one-yard touchdown run. Now the Tigers back at home. Final game of the regular season Saturday, 1 o'clock at Lewis Field. The Emporia State Hornets. And before we preview the Hornets, just want our broadcast schedule with a crossover of football and basketball so I don't run out of time at the very end. Uh, Friday, the men and women open up their basketball season. We'll have them both right over on Tiger Radio Mix 103. Women play at 245 against Minot State in uh, St. Joseph, Missouri. We'll have that on KJLS. And then Friday night, the Tiger men in southwestern Oklahoma State in Emporia. That is a 745 tip. So both games Friday on Tiger Radio Mix 103. Both will be streamed on the uh, MIAA TV network. Then Saturday... 
the women play uh, Minnesota State, the number two ranked team in the country in St. Joe. That's also a 245 tip. That game will be on 96.9 KFIX because of the conflict with football. Fort A. State football with Emporia State on KJLS as normal. A 1 o'clock tip, Tiger Tailgate show at noon. And then basketball will follow. They play at 545 in Emporia against Arkansas Tech. So everything on KJLS with the exception of the women's game on Saturday, that'll be on 96.9 KFIX. And again, all of them streamed on the MIAA network. All right, Fort A. State trying to wrap up the regular season with eight wins and um, – it's kind of strange expectations and kind of a testament to what you've done. Um, in 117 years of football, there's been nine seasons of eight or more wins, um, and um, four of those have come in the last seven years. It's hard to believe. And now we're looking at, boy, eight wins would be great. We probably should have eight, maybe should have nine. I mean, it's, it's a testament to what you've done, but obviously a chance to flip from three and eight to eight and three. Um, who knows if there's any postseason on the line, but regardless – big game and it would mean a whole lot to, to find that way to get eight wins yeah it is and it's nothing i've done it's, it's well, the kids it's, that we have and, and their effort and their their work ethic and the character you know is kind of you know why i've been able to do what we've done just because we got the right kids that, that work hard and do everything that we ask them to do and uh, you know this is one of those groups i mean they've really changed the culture back to to where it used to be and uh, you know i'm proud of those kids and there is a lot to play for you know we have six seniors we're going to recognize on on saturday and that shows you how young we are because there's only six out of 150-something guys. <laughs> yeah. We have six guys, and uh, one of those is the late Daniel Howard mm-hmm. as well, who will be recognized for really, you know, five and then him as well. So, but no, there is, you know, that and, and, and pride and, and getting the eighth win and really going from a three and eight season to an eight and three season is a big turnaround and, uh, you know, trying to get to a bowl game as well. So there's still a lot on the line to play for. Talk about Emporia State. Uh, we talk so much about Central Missouri and they're off. And Emporia runs even faster. They average a few more plays per game. They had 103 plays in their win over Missouri Southern on Saturday. Uh, I guess this past weekend was a good tune-up for what you're going to face on Saturday at home. Yeah, they're just as fast offensively. Um, probably didn't throw the deep ball just as mm-hmm. much as uh, Central Missouri does, but they're you know a lot of short routes that just kind of frustrate you as a defense because they're getting first downs and just kind of running the clock. And the, but it's going to be on you know our offense again has to get on the field and keep the ball and keep the ball out of their hands. And uh, defensively, we got to get some stops and get some turnovers as well. So it's a lot of three step. You can't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback because it's it's out of his hands pretty quick. So our D linemen get their hands up and then try to knock some of those balls down as well. But you know, offensively, we just need to get a run game going. Hopefully, get some big plays off of off of that as well and, and some play action stuff like that to, to go deep on them but it's a huge game for us and they're a very good football team and uh, you know we're both sitting here at at seven and three mm-hmm. right now and we've both lost to the same exact teams so uh, hopefully we can give them that L on 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 Saturday well hopefully so another good quarterback in Braden Gleason I mean he's he's had a solid career and having a great senior campaign he is he's just he's smart he sees things very well ball gets out of his hand really quick and uh, you know you can kind of tell you know if it's not there he's able to to buy some time and, and throw the ball deep. So uh, we got to find a way to keep him in check. All right. Sounds good. Should be fun. Get there for senior day. It's not going to take long, which is exciting for what could lie ahead with this football program. It's certainly good to honor those guys and uh, hopefully put the wraps on the regular season with, with an eighth win. Coach, as always, appreciate it. And uh, go get those Hornets. Thanks, Gerard. Appreciate there you, you go. That's head coach Chris Brown. Again, a reminder, four-day state football invites you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always 
designate a sober driver. Again, 1 o'clock kick Saturday from Lewis Field. We're on the air at noon with the Tiger Tailgate Show presented by Auto World Used Cars. And we told you about the women's and men's basketball games on Friday and then again on Saturday as crossover season continues. Tiger Talk brought to you today by the Hayes Mid Orthopedic Institute, Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, and the Taco Shop. That'll wrap it up for today. We'll see you again next Wednesday right here on Tiger Talk.